Greetings, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thank you so much for joining me again today on our chapter day journey. We're in Luke chapter 4. It was verse 28 that resonated with me this morning. It says, all the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. Today's podcast is entitled, Going Viral. As I was driving home from a client meeting yesterday, the song Rockstar by Nickelback came on. I've always liked this song. I know a lot of people diss it, but it's incredibly catchy. The song is about this common desire to be famous and live the life of a rock star. If you watch the music video, everyday people on the street lip sync the lyrics along with real life rock stars and celebrities. It's, yeah, it's catchy. And it got me thinking about fame. Started blogging back in 2006. It's been a fascinating journey. The whole thing has evolved over, a lot over the years. I've become a better writer. I've owned my blog. A few years ago, I started podcasting my posts for those who prefer listening to this rather than reading. And in doing so, I found out that there are a number of you who prefer listening. Thank you very much. I once played around with monetizing, which is how bloggers and podcasters start to turn the writing and broadcasting into making a living or at least helping out. <laughs> so over almost five years since I set up monetization, <clears throat> I've made $14.07. Yeah, it's been fascinating for me as I plug along on this journey to witness those individuals who go viral become what we call influencers on social media. If you have thousands or millions of followers, advertisers will line up to pay you a lot of money to influence your followers for them. For some, that happens almost in an instant. In 2019, listen to this, 2019, a study reveals that 86% of young people in America want to grow up to be influencers. Hmm. Today's chapter recounts the beginning days of Jesus' ministry. He established the fishing town of Capernaum as his base of operations. Now, Capernaum was fascinating because it was culturally diverse. There were a number of Jewish synagogues because it had a large Jewish population, but it was also a hub of Greek culture in the region. And Luke records that once Jesus started teaching and healing, man, he went viral. Listen to a couple of these quotes, three quotes from today's chapter. News about him spread through the whole countryside. He was teaching in the synagogues and everyone praised him. A little bit further in the chapter, it says they were amazed at his teaching, the crowds. And then towards the end of the chapter, Luke says, all the people were amazed and said to each other, what words these are. With authority and power, he gives order to impure spirits and they come out. And the news about Jesus spread throughout the surrounding area. By the end of the chapter, Luke records that crowds of people were following Jesus wherever he went. Now, amidst going viral, Luke reports that Jesus went to his own hometown of Nazareth, miles away from Capernaum, and delivered the weekly message in the synagogue. And he tells them, quote, truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in his hometown. 
I assure you that there are, were many widows in Israel in Elijah the prophet's time. But when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land, Elijah was not sent to any of those widows, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon, which is way north, um, miles away. And there were many in Israel, Jesus said, with leprosy in that time of Elisha the prophet. Yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. So now, the days of Elijah and Elisha that Jesus referenced were a time when the Hebrew people had turned their backs on God. And the two people who Jesus referenced as being cared for, healed by God, they weren't even Hebrews. They weren't even Jews. They were foreigners. They were Gentiles, is what the Jews called them back in the day. And in delivering this message, Jesus is prophetically foreshadowing what he is going to do and what is going to happen. He's going to bring God's message of love and salvation and forgiveness to the Gentiles, whom his own Jewish people despised and treated as dirty and inferior. And he's foreshadowing that it's going to be his own people who will kill him for it. Well, sure enough, his message there in Nazareth caused a riot. And the riot Jesus sparked led to a mob trying to throw him off a cliff. Fascinating contrast. In the quiet this morning, I meditated on Jesus going viral. You know, when you're publicly healing people and casting out demons, I would imagine you draw a pretty big crowd of followers. As I contemplated the crowds and Jesus' popularity, I was reminded of the words of John, who was a primary source witness of those heady early days of Jesus' ministry in Capernaum. John wrote, quote, Many people saw the signs he was performing and believed in his name, but Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all people. He did not need any testimony about mankind, for he knew what was in each person. End quote. So as I observe from the outside the experiences of influencers and viral bloggers and podcasters and authors and all, it's easy to see how silly things can get. Fame is fleeting, especially in a world of cancel culture. Crowds are fickle. Even Jesus seemed to enter this viral stage of his early ministry knowing that the same crowds gathering for his magical miracle tour and putting him at the top of every trending category known to man in that day well, they're essentially going to be the same crowd screaming, crucify him, in a few years. It's fascinating that today's chapter about Jesus going viral begins with the evil one taking Jesus to a high place and showing him, quote, in an instant, all the kingdoms of the world and saying to Jesus, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. End quote. Jesus passed on that opportunity. And I am determined to follow. You know, my mouse pad sits right next to my computer. Is that of Van Gogh's The Sower. Each morning as I write these posts and I record my podcast, 
it metaphorically reminds me of my compulsion to continue this chapter at Day Journey. Each post, every podcast, is a seed that I cast out there, praying that it will land somewhere in someone's heart, take root, and bear fruit wherever God intends. That yield, whatever it might be, is priceless. Certainly worth more than $14.07. I hope you have a great day, my friend, wherever this finds you. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow. I hope you'll join me.